0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode twenty-three of the Fiends podcast. I am your host, Larry, and I am joined with my longtime best friend of twenty-plus years. He is the West Scantlin of the local music scene. Everybody, give it up from my co-host Nick.
1: (laughs) So, who killed Kurt Cobain
2: worse?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay
2: I wasn't prepared for that dude You just put me on the spot I was like oh fuck I gotta do it
0: I've been waiting for that all week. <laughs> if this is your first time listening to the show, we are one half of the local band, Fiends. If you want to check out our music, you can find us on all major streaming platforms. We have two EPs out, Nervous Wreck and Witch House. We also have a few music videos on the YouTube. so go ahead and check it out. Let us know what you think. Real quick reminder where you can find us on social media, that's facebook.com slash thefiendspodcast. Instagram is at thefiendspodcast. And make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash fiends tx you can find the video version of this podcast posted every friday or you can listen to the audio version on apple Podcasts, spotify or wherever you enjoy podcasts <coughs> so this is episode 23 we are just a couple episodes away from fiends 25 that's our 25th episode celebration we're gonna do a big q a for that episode so if you ever had any questions for for us personally or maybe the band or maybe the podcast uh if you listen every week and there's something you want to ask us make sure to send those in Uh, probably the best place to do that is on instagram so you can text me too if y'all know my number you want to give it out no fuck no fuck no so i just
2: said that because nobody here who listens knows my number
0: yeah (laughs) except for like three four people yeah so just hit us up fuck y'all yeah, fuck y'all. I was <laughs> kidding. I love you. I fuck love, the listeners. I
2: love all of our listeners.
0: So, when you're launching your podcast at the very beginning, like there's a lot of growing pains. And um, especially when you're trying to build your brand, you're trying to uh, build equity in your show. And so, when it comes to getting guests, um, you it can be hit or miss so every once in a while you strike gold you're able to get a great guest like hector from the side of impact or richard from uh makeshift earth and then every once in a while you have to scrape the bottom of the barrel you get a guest like marco
1: (laughs) (laughs) marco i love you bro
0: but uh, that's, that's understandable. But as, as, as you go on, you start building that fan base. Eventually, you can afford to get those bigger guests. And I am pleased to, to announce that we have a big guest on this week's show. So if Marco is the great value brand version of this guest, this, this, so Marco, is the, he's the Apple O's, and this guest is the Apple Jacks. You know him from bands like Stillborn, uh, Ratchet Dolls, Driving the Nails. He's also the guitarist for the band 40 Caliber Kiss. So everybody, welcome to the show, Frank Salinas.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Frank, also known as Ramsey's friend or Marco's brother. (laughs) You guys can choose. Shout out to Ramsey. Sometimes I'm Matt's friend, too. Ramsey, you want
2: to come on the show? Marco, it's me, Nick. Don't listen to Larry. I love you, okay? Uh,
0: so I just wanna, I, uh, no, no. So, so we have a lot of fun busting balls, uh, bussy Marcos balls. But um, I grew up poor, so I know the importance of the great value brand. <laughs> <laughs> you can't always have brand name stuff. You can't. It's all about that King Vitamin, baby. Uh, Gene Simmons once said, "You can't have steak every day."
2: Yeah. Sometimes you want hot dogs. Sometimes you <laughs> want filet mignon. <laughs>
1: so Direct quote from right. Parker Gene Simmons.
0: So, Marco being the great value Frank, um, it's just as important as, as Frank. Not as important, but it's... Pr- it's close. it's it's something. <laughs> shout out to marco. we 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 love, we love Marco. Him. He's, 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 he's definitely
2: going to be back. <laughs> yeah,
0: we got the better version. We got Frank in the house. actually, we've been wanting to have you. Um, yeah,
2: we we've talked about this since the beginning of the podcast that we wanted to have you on because we have so many questions for you. And in fact, before the podcast actually started recording me he like we've talked we talked for like over an hour. yeah, we were shooting the
0: shit for an hour about, like things without like, even recording. Look, I'm
1: excited to, to be you. here because this is this will be the only interview my wife ever hears. Uh,
2: so you, <laughs> thank you, Frank's wife, for listening Jessica. to our podcast. If we ever make fiends podcast shirts, you're definitely getting one. Yeah,
0: I- I'll be honest. Like one of the greatest compliments that Fra- so Frank's like a probably a loyalism from like day one uh probably the only reason we're still doing this is because of frank because frank was always like tagging us and always like uh, reposting our videos but like one of the coolest things that he ever like told me like uh you know in messages that hey my wife actually listens to your podcast and she didn't even know who you guys
2: are <laughs> that's cool yeah so, so maybe she'll like our band i don't know if yeah. not she likes our podcast probably not she, yeah, probably, she probably wouldn't, wouldn't.
1: Yeah. yeah that's okay i
2: don't even think my wife likes she my likes band She likes
1: like post malone
2: Oh, I like Post Malone me too. <laughs> yeah, he's me good. Too. He's good. No,
1: my wife doesn't like my band either. So Oh. Hey, well, that's that great. makes me feel bad. <laughs> Dude, I love I love when I'll just finish like animating this badass graphic for like seven days, right? And I'm like, hey, babe, check this out. She's like, cool. <laughs> 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 Fuck. <laughs> 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 and
2: I'm like, do you even know anything about Victor, <laughs> dude? It's funny. So like, we have a song called "Devil," which we talked about in like the last few episodes. It's about the devil. It's about the devil. Cool. Like, like, like the first, like the first line the of the, the cool. first line of the, of the song is like, some days I feel like a piece of shit. So like, some days my wife will be like. Sometimes I feel like a piece of shit. I'm like, <laughs> and I know where she's going. I'm like, son of a bitch. You're like,
1: why did I write that? I'm like, gosh. You gotta respect that level of low blow, though. Yeah, it's like,
2: <laughs> stop, stop telling me my lyrics. And like, you know, do you remember?
0: you remember Kane from 2003 when he unmasked?
1: I tried to warn you. Don't make fun of me.
2: And then he said, Jr. On fire. <laughs> we love our wives
0: yes we do <laughs> yeah me too
2: <laughs> shut up larry
0: <laughs> okay so so i feel like you're you're a renaissance man you're a guy who has his hand in many different pots you you, you
1: mostly cookie jars
0: more cookie jars <laughs> you you've been you've been around for like uh, i i want to say like maybe like 15 plus years maybe maybe more um so you've been involved with many different bands. Um, also, we have to know you know your contributions to stuff like uh, uh, the the Mag X crew, and then all the other like different like conventions oh, that you've that. you've been a part of and stuff like that. So um, so me and Larry are kind of like creepers, so we know like a lot about like people mm. like you yeah we read your wikipedia page we read your wikipedia page so my first <laughs> dude, i got a, i got my first question for you so with okay. all that said all the things that you've been a part of my first question to you is what is your favorite andrew wk song
1: my favorite andrew wk song is cat denny's <laughs> you're like fuck andrew wk
0: <laughs> uh, party no hard, so party I, hard is pretty
2: good so so, i
1: respect that guy why because he won no because he, he won his he,
2: he's, he's such a positive guy so, yeah, dude, so, and he likes to party and he has a
1: pizza guitar
2: yeah <laughs> Let's get a party started. Let's get a party started. When so it's time to party, we will
0: party hard. Well, that was pretty good. So for those not in the know, so I guess uh, Andrew WK has been in the news recently because uh, he is um, recently got engaged to Kat Dennings of uh, Two Broke two bro Girls fame. Boom. Also, uh, that is. Uh, Darcy from, uh, from the MCU universe. I
2: don't know how that is.
0: WandaVision? You didn't watch WandaVision? No. What the fuck? Everybody watch Wandavision. I wa-
2: I'm still in the first episode. Oh, I didn't finish it. Well, anyway, uh, uh,
0: they recently got engaged to the dismay of men everywhere, and I know uh, Frank was one of those people. They got married. <laughs> no, they, they're, engaged. they're engaged. They're engaged. Oh, they're, they're engaged. Actually, when I saw that, I was like, "Fuck!" But also, I was like, Did "That he, makes sense." so yeah.
2: You are beautiful. Yeah, I'm beautiful. You are. Be- <laughs>
1: <laughs> she posted this photo of him shirtless and I was like wow this guy looks like a Disney prince. I'm not Dude, even Dude,
2: honestly, I probably would get along with Andrew WK. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I say so I remember
0: good. when we were younger, like when we were fucking, I don't know, teenagers. Like I used to hate Andrew WK. I did not get it. I was like I never this just fucking music him. sucks. I,
2: I feel like part of me always understood him <clears> and got him. Because I like to party, he likes to party. But and you when didn't parties; he parties. Like, he parties hard. You didn't
0: like to party when but, you were a teenager. But he did. WK and now is, the, is now I do. Is now you Animal
1: behind forty caliber kids. So
0: in hindsight, yeah, I totally get it. He's Dude, a very positive guy.
2: I saw him. He opened up for Black Sabbath one time. Just That's DJing, right. just, just DJing. No way. I told you this right. Yeah. So I told everybody the story. So he opened up for Black Sabbath. I went to go see Black Sabbath like 2013, and I saw him in Austin. And he just like opened up for them, but he just like DJed. He didn't like play with his band. So he played like fucking, you know, um, Accept and fucking Judas Priest. He was hyping the crowd. Pantera, you know, a bunch of good shit. So like he did a good job, man. But in my head, I was like, fuck, I want to see, like, let's get a party started. Yeah, let's get up. I was like, I would have been like the only one in the crowd, like, fuck yeah, Andrew WK. I'm going to get a white t shirt and fucking just go punch somebody right now. Yeah. Do you remember? It has to be dirty. Though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: dirty. Do you remember back in the day where he like broke his yeah. legs? And so he was playing on that video game awards show in a, in wheelchair? a wheelchair?
2: You do? Uh, of course I do. Actually,
0: that was pretty cool. That yeah. went, pre- I think that's where I like, I got like a little bit of respect for him. I was like, that's. That's hard. He parties hard, dude. He broke his legs. You remember when Sid Wilson broke his legs?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Not. Dude, we saw that. Remember, we saw it, like when he broke his legs and they wheeled him out in a wheelchair? And that's just so funny
0: when anybody breaks both their legs. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is funny. That's hilarious. All right. with that said, I think it's time for another round of Hidden Gems. For those keeping tabs, this is our favorite segment. And this is where we take a look back at an underrated or underappreciated album, band, or movie, or something that's worth taking another listen to. So I'll go ahead and take this first one, I'll throw it to Nick, and then we'll end with our guest Frank. So mine is a release from... Uh, from 2013. It's from the band Chelsea Wolf. The album is called Pain is Beauty. It's kind of like a goth rock band. Mm-hmm. And the reason I picked this is because we are in the presence of a goth rock legend with you are. Frank.
2: What? You are, dude. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's a goth rock legend. He was in Driving the Nails. I
1: wore fishnets on my arm. He wore fishnets. nets. Mm-hmm. Um, like, but the, I, the ones that you can catch fish with, though. <laughs> the Hot Topic ones didn't fit my arms. Not the
0: Jeff Hardy <laughs> fishnets. No. I had Scott not, Steiner not, arms back
1: then. So.
2: <laughs> See, I don't have me have a match tonight, but I'm still working out because I have nothing else to do. What am I going to do? That's what I do. What am I going to do? Play the guitar? I can't play the guitar. All I do is beat people up.
0: I feel like this is a band that is... is um, it's very, like, doom and gloom. So if you, if you want to get really sad this weekend... Um, like I really sexy
2: or or that too. Yeah. Yeah. Both.
0: So, a lot of these songs build. It's, it's very doom rock. That's probably the best way that I can describe it. So, I would go ahead and recommend probably the first three songs of this album are just fucking bangers. So, the, the first song is Feral Love. I think we, we used this as a Fiend's intro. I'm at,
2: pretty sure we did. At
0: Yerberia. And it was like probably one of the cooler intros that we've ever used. So, that's always like uh, something that sticks out when I listen to this album. The second song, We Hit a Wall. That's a great song
1: dude
0: great song and then the third song house of metal yeah uh, this is a very kind of diverse album so like there's a lot of different like influences on here um i think you, in the do you want to tell the listeners how we lucked out with this oh yeah for sure so uh one of the other reasons that i bring this up is because one of my favorite concert experiences is when nick and i went to see chelsea wolf at um uh, cena ray i forget what year it was probably 2016 somewhere around there probably and um yeah i i they came down uh, to play uh senile ray and it was probably probably one of the most intimate concert experiences um you know i've i've ever uh, uh seen because um just because senile ray is such a great venue but i remember like do you remember the opening band was like some like old timey like fucking 1940s band they had like this giant bass drum the -hmm. the drummers playing like inside profile and it's only like two members it was like a drummer and a fucking guitarist vocalist fucking ripped straight out of 1940s yeah
2: i mean i don't think they were good i appreciated it (laughs) i appreciated it but i wasn't a fan but, I mean, I almost, like, I almost did not go to this show, but, like, at the same time, I was, like, Fuck. last minute. Yeah, I was, like, when am I ever going to see, like, Chelsea Wolfe in my own backyard? So, I went, and it was, like, one of the fucking coolest shows I've been to. <laughs> I, it was awesome, bro. I, I think I had showed, showed uh, that band to
0: you, like, not that long before.
2: No, yeah, that. several months before, and, like, I was a fan, and I almost did not go just because, like, I was, like, going through, like, a phase where it's, like, I was always going to, like, university draft house shout out it and uh, nick or what? i was being nick and just fucking partying <laughs> but i also i was like fuck i want to go see you weren't
0: pool. about like local shows or anything like that no. so i kind of dragged you and and i think uh you're kind of glad i did because um they, I, yeah. they fucking rocked it it was awesome um was the band great. was
1: called dead forest index the opener <laughs> they were they were it that's was. right and that uh, sounds familiar how do we, you know this uh, i was stagehand that day
0: really <laughs> yeah
1: Holy fuck! Chrisy El Ray, right? Mm-hmm. Six yeah. degrees of
0: Kevin Bacon. You're always around,
1: dude. Almost every show I've been at. <laughs> oh man. Okay,
2: so um, I except I, for the fiends ones. Yeah, I don't go to those. <laughs> Come watch Fiends as you know, right, dude? I will. You'll enjoy it. You'll like I'll it. I'll be a stagehand that day. There you go. No, I just want you to come watch no, no, you can be I just a fan. want
1: to set up Rolly's amp.
2: You can be a oh, fan. Just <laughs>
1: Rolly's amp. Rolly. Just Rolly's amp. Just Rolly.
2: I'm Rolly's, stage. I'm Rolly's fucking guitar tech. <laughs> no,
0: actually, can, can he borrow your
2: amp? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah, you bring your amp so he can use it. Also, pro- he'll probably need to borrow your guitar. Dude, also. I
2: feel like you and Rolly would get along so well, dude.
1: <laughs> I messaged it's him so not fun. too long ago and I was like, hey, man, any tips? Because I'm learning how to play seven string. And he's like, bro, it's fucking hard. <laughs> that's <laughs> and, probably all he said. And, and I told him, I was like, I know that's why I'm missing." It. <laughs> he's like, hey, dude, but he bye. <laughs> but he literally said, you'll get it, though. <laughs> I think it was him or Chino.
0: I can't it was probably Chino, but did you get it, though? <laughs> I'm getting it. <laughs> He's like, no, I went back to six string.
1: No, bro, I only
2: play four out of the six strings, so now I'm. Lear- well, I'm we, only play, we only play. We only play
0: one out of the seven yeah, strings.
2: Yeah, yeah, one so out like, of the eight. So Rolly plays one out of like the four to five strings. We only play and, top like, strings. Chino plays like most of them. No,
1: it was Chino actually. Yeah. Oh, okay, that he makes said, sense. hell yeah. Once you figure out your tuning, it'll get easier.
0: Great advice.
1: Anyways, figure
0: out your guitarists out there, figure out your tuning, and then it'll get easier.
2: Anyway, yeah, Chelsea Wolf.
1: Yeah,
0: great band. Go check them out. Nick, what do you got this week?
2: So I'm going to go a little darker and more evil. So my um, album is going to be, uh, it was an album that came out in 2003 from Cradle of Filth. This album is Damnation in a Day. my opinion this is probably my favorite cradle of filth album great album i love that i love that band i love this album in particular it's got great fucking songs like the promise of fever Mm -hmm. it's got mannequin and um better to rain in hell and my favorite fucking cradle of filth song of all time is babylon ad (laughs) Several of months ago, I went like on a Cradle of Filth like album binge, <laughs> like I was just, like buying them. And I usually, well, usually when I get like drunk and shit, like I'll start buying like all the albums from bands I like. So I, I have two copies of Damnation in a Day, and one of them I gave to Larry, and the other one I, I bought for myself. So this one, like Damnation of Days, like right next to my bed for some reason, and I was like, (laughs) "Fuck, I'm gonna like, why haven't I not talked about this album?" So I picked this one just because I think it's like Cradle of Filth's best fucking album. If you want to listen, if you're into like Cradle of Filth and you have not listened to this album, fucking you need to listen to it. This is their, in my opinion, this is their fucking best work ever. You cannot find it on Apple Music, unfortunately, so you have to like go to like YouTube or buy the album. Um, but Fuck it, it's fucking great Babylon AD The best fucking Cradle of Filth song of all fucking time So
0: can I pitch something real quick? <clears throat> sure So you know how they do those like mashup bands I think there's a band called like Betalica where it's like Beatles yeah. And Metallica or whatever um, I got one
1: <laughs> Nick already looks mad <laughs> For my mashup it's Cradle of Filth <laughs> Never mind. You're um, a genius. Get I'm late, the, You're a fucking genius. The first ever
0: Creed Cradle of Filth mashup band.
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's my pick for this week. Fucking Damnation of Dave from Cradle of Filth.
0: And that's my pitch for this week. Cradle of, of Filth. If you think this is a good idea, message us.
1: <laughs> I want to play guitar for Cradle
2: of Filth. Cradle of
0: Filth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Frank, <laughs> what did you cut <got> this week? <laughs> My hidden gem was uh, Stabbing the Drama from Soil Work. Oh, classic. Yeah. Uh, Soil Work kind of uh, led me into the new wave of heavy metal mm-hmm. uh, coming out of uh, new metal. So I heard, um, what was it Follow the Hollow? Mm hmm. And I think it was on MTV Two at the time that they would show that video, and In Flames would cameo in their videos. And I was always like, "Who the fuck are these guys that just keep coming out?" Yeah. So I saw Soilwork, I saw In Flames, and I kind of followed them throughout their career. But I feel like Stabbing the Dramas were really like the band really showcased who they were and what they could do. And uh, Bjorn's vocals are insane.
2: So the first time I heard about Soilwork was actually on Uranium. Oh, and, I remember Uranium. So I mean, and like it was probably like their their single off that album that they had like "In Flames" in the music video yeah, and yeah. shit. So um, that's kind of how like, I came across the two bands. And and to be completely honest, so um, I think it's like "Song of the Dam" by Soulwork. Yeah. Work. Is, that, is that off Semi the Drama"? No, that's a uh, Natural Born Chaos. I think I can't remember, but like that song is fucking is good in particular. But like Soulwork has a bunch of good songs. Yeah. So, like, we, you know, I have to give a lot of props to Uranium, because I came across, like, that's the first time I ever heard In Flames. First time I ever heard Strapping Young Lad, fucking Soil Work, The Haunted. So, I mean, um, that's a good fucking pick, dude. Yeah, Natural Born Chaos was that album. Stabbing the Drama, though, had some good songs on it.
1: Yeah. I, know I, it, I really like Nerve. There's a song called Nerve um, that I feel really showcases all the dimensions of Bjorn's vocals. And that's what really got me. As much as... I've always been a guitarist, but to me, the guitar only caters to the vocals. Like, yeah. you're, you're just painting on the canvas. And you, and you can
2: be the best guitarist in the world. Yeah. Like, but unless, like, you're... If you're in a band, like, if the vocalist does not, like, you know, fucking, like, back it up, what's the point? <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, that's interesting, dude, because... Um, and on a side note, it's like, you think fucking Soil Work and In Flames will ever tour again, tour again together? Probably I have not. no idea. In Flames is a totally different in, band. In Infl- Flames has changed so much. There was like Soil Work kind of like stayed in their lane. And yeah. I understand that, but it's like In Flames can tour with just about any band now at this point. You know, they're a good crossover band, they've kind of reached. That's a good fucking pick, bro. Good hidden gem.
0: So those are all great picks (laughs) right now. Frank is going to take a piss, so I'll just interview Nick right now. Ask me, Nick. What have you been up to?
2: So I've just been working a lot, man. But like, I'm happy. I'm back in jujitsu, just kind of going when I can, and being a husband and a dad, and I love it. Um, But apart from that, dude, like, what I'm really doing is, I'm trying to like reconnect.
0: With what? With the music. The Wi
2: Fi. The music. Wi Fi. I, I grew up listening to and just like adored. I'm trying to bring back those memories and those emotions.
0: Those dead memories?
2: Slipknot? Dead memories. In my okay, Larry. Dude, what, I'm, I'm glad that. Larry, Larry, let me ask you a question. Okay. What's the best song off of Iowa? Disaster piece. I agree. Okay. For sure.
0: Second, fuck victims bands okay bands need to stop hot take bands need to stop covering slipknot songs it's never any good you're never going to be heavier than the original just stop no, doing it has, yeah, has there been a
2: good slipknot cover no so, same one so okay look when when Dari- darius from Spy did his like vocals for um that was good but that yeah, was a vocal cover that's a vocal cover i'm cool with that that doesn't count but it but apart from that bands should not cover slipknot's first two albums any songs.
0: And if you're going to cover Disaster Piece and you don't even do the singing part, what's the point of doing it? That's like one of the best parts yeah. of the song. If you cover Snuff, well, Snuff sucks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's true. Like, that is the worst fucking Slipknot song of all <laughs> fucking time. Like, to me, it's like, like people were like, oh, I love the song Snuff. Motherfucker, have you heard Scissors?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: a-
2: that's the same fucking guy.
1: That song's about lesbians. (laughs) That's somebody's.
2: Have you ever seen Playmate of the Apes? (laughs) I know I have. (laughs) Send me link, please.
1: (laughs) No,
0: he was an adult. Having real sex.
1: Okay, well I
2: have with real women. (laughs) That's a lie.
0: (laughs) He wasn't. I was an adult. I was not doing
2: any of those things. He wasn't
0: ten years old. (laughs) Having a slumber party with your friend Larry. Hey, but that. And we'd have the channel recall but on Disney
1: Channel. Yeah. That sounds like a great movie there. No, <laughs> oh, it's great. It's dude. funny. <sighs> oh, all, all right,
0: up. so we're not putting any yeah, of that yeah, out, right? Yeah, I
1: cut all that out. <laughs> yeah, all that up. Mm,
2: so hidden gems, they were all good.
0: Yeah, those are those are all great picks, guys. Good job. Uh, so as we mentioned, Frank is a renaissance man. He's a man of many talents when he's not playing in a band. Uh, he's uh, doing graphic design. When he's not doing graphic design he's doing video editing actually um so as it relates to our band frank actually plays a very uh pivotal role um in our second album he may not even realize just like how important of a role that he actually played but uh frank's done some graphic design for us in the past on like uh show flyers that we've you know uh hit him up for it but probably the most important thing is that he designed the artwork for our second EP, Nervous Wreck, and um, the cool thing about this is that, you know, by this point, we already kind of like uh, we we kind of gave him a lot of trust into uh, designing something for us, and for me i am a control freak Mm -hmm. admittedly so that's not very easy it's not very easy for me to just trust somebody to like hey here here's kind of what we were thinking just do something and um hopefully uh we were i wasn't as you know too difficult to to work with but i do remember that um i did kind of hit you up with like this is kind of what we're going for um we kind of you know we're influenced by the band cold chamber so this is kind of a throwback to the dark days album cover i kind of uh gave you i, I got really into like junji ito uh manga at the time so i kind of uh sent you some pictures of like some of the the horror manga stuff like the stills that that were in that book um but i, I kind of told totally, i wanted something like very minimalistic and what you created for us was just awesome and so um do you appreciate when bands kind of trust you to kind of just let you do your thing
1: and just kind of create i feel like it's a lot easier when uh, that happens uh to me and even now it's like you're hiring me to do this because you can't do it so you need to trust me (laughs) that i'm gonna lead you to where you want to go but i do love when bands are like hey this is kind of the stuff we like. This is what influenced this album. Like, give me some kind of
2: guidance. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. So I mean, like for me, it's like you know I know Larry was kind of like a direct contact with you about right. some of the stuff that you done. So you, you you not only did like the album artwork for our EP, but mm-hmm. you did you know the, the the video for Buried. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, that was fun. <laughs> So I
1: mean scouring the internet for fucking obscure and weird videos.
2: So when I came across like the artwork for Nervous Wreck, I was like, oh my god, like he knocked it out of the park. This
1: is great. Well, when he told me Dark Days, I was like, dude, that's awesome. Because to me, Dark Days is some of the best artwork ever. I agree. And it's super simple. Yes. No. Yeah. But, but it's, it's I- iconic.
2: Simple. And it's iconic. It's, for, it's four it's
0: skeleton I- band members, yeah. black and white. So, Super simple.
2: I mean, that, it's, it's funny because, like, you know, I kind of touched base on this with our last episode about Coal Chamber. But Coal Chamber is probably one of my favorite bands of all time. Me too. And so, I mean, like, don't be wrong. I love Slipknot. I love Corn. But there's always been, like, a different relationship. Like, me and Larry have always had a different relationship with Coal Chamber than we have with Slipknot and Corn. So we've always, like, Fiends has always been very, like, heavily influenced by Coal Chamber in all means. Right. But, I mean, um when I saw the buried video mm-hmm. and I had no input at all with this video. It was a matter of like, once the video was done, I saw it for what it was. And I was like, Oh fuck, this is fucking cool as fuck. <laughs> I mean like you knocked it out of the park. Like, it's a
1: little out there. But, and, and you know, I, I,
2: I love it because yeah. I, because I'm not in it, but also it's like, I love the song and I just like all the visuals you found to me, like fit the song, yes. fit the band so I mean I, I I trust you from here on out like with yeah. all the things that we do. So it was really cool that um, we got you involved with our band because you know any you know people like yourself who you know whether I, I know you do this for a lot of bands, but at the same time, it for us it's kind of the sense of oh we trust this person. Let's let him have his have his take with it. You know, my,
1: my thought process with that video was. Um I want this video to be cool if somebody just stumbles upon it on YouTube. Yeah. But if the band wants to use it as their visuals on stage, I want them to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I remember, like, one of the directions, like for for that video, was just like, I want a witch house video. Yeah. A witch witch house video style for a metal band because I haven't really seen that, and so I think that's probably it's one of the art student. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a tortured tortured artist I love it.
2: but i know i do too because like larry like introduces me to a lot of this shit so i'm like oh dude i'm on board sign me up you know
0: actually yeah. i've always kind of been uh very on top of like the visual presentation all the little stuff the only problem is like um i i don't Really have the time to kind of really kind of get into like the the video editing. I could just kind of like dabble in it, and even the Photoshop stuff. So like being able to throw it to somebody who's much better than I could ever be at the stuff is is actually takes a lot of pressure uh, uh, off of me. And I think that video is like one of the coolest things that we've ever done. And that's because it's a video where we don't even come out in it.
2: No, and that's why that's I love my it favorite too. video. It's like I don't want to like come out in videos anymore. <laughs> But I mean, I will if you guys to. want to. Yeah, we kind of
0: need
1: you to. Be. Maybe you guys should just like dress up in videos and not show your face. That
2: might be cool. What I mean, like, actually, I want to do a music video
0: where it's just Nick the whole video, no band. You know those music videos where the band doesn't even play. I want to do that. Just Dude, to, you should
1: do one here where he's just sitting at the counter drinking a beer, and then every but, but, so often but, he gets up and gets
0: another
2: one. Nick wants see? to do
0: green screen where he could just be at his house. You
2: see, it's like I'm like the most like not front man <laughs> of all time. It's like I don't care about attention. I don't care about me, you know. Until
0: until it comes to actually playing on stage, say, yeah, playing so on stage.
2: Like he if, says people, that. if people are there, like oh, cool, badass. But I mean, like, like I've I know like so many other like singers or vocalists who are like, I really want to shine in this one. Like, yeah. okay, I don't. <laughs> so,
0: so real quick, I do want to kind of touch on uh, that album artwork, and the the cool thing is that Frank did like a better job than we could have ever um, imagined and because he encapsulated what that album was about so you probably don't even know this because we've never had this conversation before um but for people listening if you go back and listen to that 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 ep it was a very personal album because that came at a weird tumultuous time in our band and our lives because this is probably going back to 2016 2017 so a snapshot into our lives like nick is you know finishing up in school or kind of like stressed out with a bunch of stuff
2: i had just started my career i was trying to like deal with like home life and like with the band and i was really not a very pleasant person to be around and i i i've all i've apologized to my bandmates about that and so like recording that ep was like one of the worst fucking experiences of my life uh if you
0: listen to the lyrics it's a very personal album it's a lot of it's an it's a very angsty album it's uh there's a lot of frustration and 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 it's 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 kind of like peering into the window of where we were at at that time so uh yeah there was it was very chaotic but also like it was us transitioning into our careers so us it was kind of like the loss of innocence it was going from like everything that that we you know the way we lived our lives into like okay now we have to fucking this is our career this is our job this shit sucks um (laughs) you know now we're adults now we're
1: money don't
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's also like, <laughs> oh man, is this even worth it? Sometimes, is the money even worth it? Sometimes we have to question that. So it's yeah. just like us be kind of being like becoming corporate. If you, you look at the album artwork, what is it? It's a skeleton in uh, a business suit, in a business suit with the fucking tie. You know, the fucking noose around our necks that that tightens up. Just us in like this corporate world that we don't necessarily want to be in but we have to do by like necessity but still finding that balance of personal and work life so
2: yeah and we've had this conversation several times like my work life that's not me you know right right now you guys talking to me this is me yeah I'm i'm a different person than where i am with my career and larry is same you know the same same way and i'm sure you probably are too i am too yeah So, I mean, like, you know, our our careers don't define who we are. So, like, having to deal with this, like, fucking bullshit where we have to, like, draw a line and be like, fuck, you know, now we got to, like, step into this world where we don't really necessarily want to be in. But at the same time, we're adults and we got to, like, be adults. (laughs) And and that's kind of where, like, where we step in. So, I mean, I don't want to get too far into it because I know at some point we're going to talk about the Nervous Wreck EP in detail, but, yeah, that was, that's a good comparison. Yeah,
0: very, very big part of that whole process and that presentation. So we couldn't thank you uh, more for that.
1: You did a great well, job. <clears throat> I
0: loved it. The, um, one,
1: the one thing with creating album artwork, not every band is willing to do this, but I always ask if they could send
2: me what the album sounds like, sure, regardless of how, and that was my question to you, how like incomplete it was. Do you ever like you know listen to like the music or at least like one song and so kind of get an you, idea?
0: You did ask us, and we yeah. did send you some songs.
2: He, he sent me the songs, and
1: what I noticed in the songs was there was so much anxiety, yeah. in the it, song, right? Like that's the right and, word, and, and it wasn't. It wasn't necessarily the lyrics, right? It was just the way the songs were written.
2: Kind of spastic.
1: I could I could hear like a lot of frustration, anxiety, like a lot of heaviness, and not the heaviness that you would think from a metal song, but like just like a somber mood. Yeah, there was something wrong.
2: Yeah, and and uh, I'm glad Uh you brought. uh, Actually, that makes me kind of feel a little bit relieved that you brought that up because. I trust your opinion on music because you've been in the music scene for a long time. Mm. And so at that same token, it's at the point where it's like that album is very anxiety driven. And to the point where I don't want to listen to a lot of the songs anymore. And I've, I've had this conversation with Larry a lot of times. And I don't blame you. That album's very
1: uncomfortable. I listen to Witch House a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I like that album a lot, Witch House. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one song on Nervous wreck that I I love and it's it sounds like Queen of the Dam soundtrack. And <laughs> I, t- I told un- him untitled. Yeah, okay, yeah. and I told him I was like, dude, I love this Queen of the Dam shit, you know. But yeah, there was something very uncomfortable about that song. So yeah. when I when I kind of found all the pieces that I was working with on that song, it was like, okay, this guy in his normal everyday life the swirls in the eyes represent the anxiety the smile on the skull face is that he's trying to put on a mask yeah put on the put on a happy face for the world you know and that that was the the reasoning behind that so So i'm glad
0: that we're having this conversation because i feel like with a lot of bands you see their album artwork and if you were to ask them like what does that mean to you and they're just like oh it looks cool Yeah And and that's fine That's perfectly fine But like If if I'm listening to a band And I know that there's like Actual substance and meaning Behind like Either the songs The title Or like The album cover That works On so many more levels For me As a listener
2: Exactly But also for me Like hearing this from him It's like It's kind of cool Because it's like like I love Witch House. Every song of that album I can play any day of the week. But like Nervous Wreck, like there's some, there's a couple of songs in there. Like I just, I can't play anymore. Because
0: Witch House is fantasy
2: based. Yeah. And Nervous Wreck, you lived it. Yeah, I lived mm-hmm. it. And it's like there's a couple of songs off Nervous Wreck that I can play, and the other songs, like I just don't know if I can play. So I'm, I'm glad you, yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool to hear that from some a fellow musician. So um, that's, that's really cool. Yeah. All right. So. I know
0: we're not gonna have enough time to even get to, you know, just even a small amount of the things that you've done in the music scene, the entertainment scene, just just everything. But um, one of the things I did want to ask you about is your involvement with Mag X, and I wanted to ask you, like, uh, for the people listening, maybe there's people that don't necessarily are not familiar with Mag X. Like, how would you explain that to somebody listening for the first time?
1: So Mag X was.
0: Uh how long did that run by the way?
1: Shit, I don't know. That ran several years. Um So I met Ramsey which who was the publisher of MagX, and he's the singer of our band mm-hmm. uh 40 Caliber Kiss. At the time he was the singer of Methmer Motorcade. Methmer Motorcade. Um yeah, Meth Motorcade. Out, shout out. <laughs> yeah. Fucking rules. I love I love, I, I love that I I I love that band. Okay, anyway, go on. Um I joined in on issue three as an interviewer. Okay. And um, to me, it was like a love letter to the music scene. And uh, we were able to encompass... It, it was the Valley's version of Rolling Stone. It was our music. It was about technology. It was about art. It was about food. Um, everything that you look up now on BuzzFeed... <laughs> that's what It's funny cuz like
2: you had, you used to have to like be at the right place to, like get that magazine so yeah. like I remember like whenever I was at the Mm-mm. island like there was a couple of times I'd be at the island like some stores and they would have it so I'd snatch that shit up because you know I kind of like subconsciously knew like whoever was putting this album or this magazine out like was into this, some similar shit that I was into you know
1: And after a while uh we kind of branched out to National Mm-hmm. Uh, we interviewed, I mean, pretty much any musician you could think of: Vinnie Paul, uh, Howard Jones from Killswitch Engage, Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. We interviewed Tony Hawk. Uh, we interviewed Deadmau5, Skrillex.
2: Y'all did some dead, some fucking Deftones shit too. Deftones, man. we Several interviewed times. Deftones.
1: Yeah. Um, shit, man, uh, you name it, we did it. We, we interviewed Nikki Six. That was one of the biggest deals of my life. I was like, "Holy shit!" It's a guy from Molly Crew. Like, I'm. That's getting- what I
0: wanted to ask you. So, like, I, I imagine you're probably still, you know, you're just young, young adult at this time. Yeah. Uh, when you're getting involved in this, like, so what is that? How is that for you to like? Now I'm suddenly a part, small part of like interviewing some of the, like the bands I grew up listening to. Like,
1: it was insane. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had a video camera back then. My life would seem so grand. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, Ramsey and I were backstage at the Mayhem festival um, in
2: 2010. I don't know at even... Slayer, and Marilyn Manson. Yes. I know that's how y'all both there. Oh really? yeah, okay, I did. cool. Um, so not to tell you a creeper or nothing, but I saw you guys there. I was like, I was there. I was like, oh was fuck, that's you. the fucking that's fucking Frank from Stillborn. That's Ramsey oh, fuck, from Metal Motorcade. Because y'all had like fucking like VIP or like the fucking press passes. Yeah, we did. He had his badass fucking camera taking pictures of like Slayer and Marilyn Manson. That was Ramsey, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not to tell like a fucking creeper or nothing, but like I saw you all both there. I was like, oh fuck, I know so, those guys.
1: That day, I was supposed to interview Matt Heafy from Trivium. Mm-hmm. Um, so raise your hands up with me! Exactly. Um, funny incident happened, right? He ended up bailing on the interview. you got does
2: sick. he really
0: talk like that?
1: Yes. No,
2: but oh, at the time, dude, Trivium wasn't that good. Now they're good. But I mean, like they're good again. That was around the time that like he was like having trying like, to be like, a James Hetfield. Yeah, you know, that was right. Yeah, the the, 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 the crusade, crusade just yeah. came out <laughs> and all that, or Shogun or whatever. And he was just, like having the crowd sing all like like the, the, the chorus the choruses. My man, fuck this guy. So he bailed on the interview and I ended up uh, interviewing
1: the guitar player. I forgot his name. I can't think of his name. I'm I sorry. can't th- I can't. Sorry, bro. Anyway, I sat on their bus for an hour and we talked about we, we literally didn't talk about Trivium. We ended up talking about albums that we liked. Oh yeah? That's yeah. awesome. That's cool. <laughs> the fucking interview. I'm- interview was trash, right? But I was able to put his top ten albums That's you know cool. in MagX. Um And then I interviewed. What were they? You remember? No, I fucking don't remember. (laughs) They were all Metallica. (laughs) 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 Load,
2: reload.
1: (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah so i remember like that, that magazine was huge and so like i've mentioned this but my family's uh, always been very musical my stepdad's been in plenty of the bands in the music scene so i was always at you know these shows and so that was always like the first thing you'd see at these venues like the mag x and yeah. so i you know whether i went to shows with my family or not like sometimes they would just bring me the mag x and I would, I would love it because i get to again like you had said like reading about bands that i already like and yeah. to know that there's other people that are into the same sh- weird shit that i am you know um what is the thing that you miss most about that magazine um because a lot of those elements you kind of i mean now we have in the like age of like youtube where people have music channels people have you know that food channels
1: one of my regrets is not evolving like not saying hey youtube is here we need to take MagX to youtube and Ramsey and I have kind of toyed around with the idea of re, of doing a resurgence Now like would be YouTube.
2: the best time to do it. Yeah. I, I think so. Like I mean like now with like you know YouTube being what it is. I mean fuck man, if you guys can like book some bands like do some like youtube interviews with oh my god yeah just
0: that's to make a great. channel just a, like a just this big channel and just like deviate into all these different things yeah you know like maybe have like a, a local band who does a podcast you know yeah, and talk about great. a metal but, local but, metal know, band
2: not even like like you know
0: yeah I, you got the, oh, the
2: okay robot podcast <laughs> yeah i love okay robot that's a shout great out podcast jimmy. Okay, shout out to
1: fridays am i right
2: so yeah so so jimmy i love you jimmy bro okay listen to me And I love your fucking band And I love your podcast Everything that band is doing is fucking great Yes, But I mean like Fiends excluded I mean there's so many other bands With you know OK Robot included Mm -hmm. Doing so many great things And so I mean you could totally promote Like Valley bands And that's what I was telling somebody recently I was like uh, um, a friend of mine Like messaged me on Instagram And he was like telling me like oh dude this band Is my favorite Valley band right now You know Fiends excluded I'm like oh that's great and I was like, there's so many good value bands right now. It's like we can compete with like bands in San Antonio, Austin, Houston. I I would venture to
1: say we have a better scene than upstate.
2: We might, dude. Like, okay, like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. Like Eris and Side of Impact. Yeah, those bands can compete with bands from San Antonio, Austin, Houston, Dallas. And probably fucking win. Nick
0: and I have talked about this where, like, maybe, like, back in our day, like, maybe 10 years ago, there was way more bands at the time, but not. The quality wasn't there. Yeah, the quality wasn't. Now you have lesser bands, but there's so many more bands (laughs) that are operating on, like, a, 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 a higher level where, like, these are bands that could be easily be signed bands. These are bands that could be opening up for bigger bands. And I feel like we didn't have as many of those back then
2: prior
0: yeah yeah, yeah. you know so heiress, the side of impact a
2: 40 caliber kiss yeah. like in october roar october roar dude, i love october roar man yeah. like she was my generation <laughs> yeah, yeah. My generation. I, I love that fucking band dude i love my- watching matt play guitar dude. His guitar parts uh, are so crazy, dude. So, um, side side story, real quick. Like, we played a show with, like, I think we played a show with like, the October Roar one time, and like the singer came out to me, and I was all fucked up, and <laughs> he's like, hey, "What's up, dude?" I was like, "She was magic." Yeah. I started seeing YouTube his, his own song, he, we were all, like, you know, "Hey, what's up, yeah, dude?" But like straight up, I love October Roar. They're a great fucking band. We need
0: to get them on here.
2: I agree. Yes. So, like bands like October Roar, bands like your band. Thank bands you. like Eris, bands like fucking Side of Impact. Dezora. DeZora. Oh, I, love
1: DeZora. I love Dezora. Yeah, like, DeZora. all
2: those bands are great. I love all those fucking bands. They all deserve what, what they got coming to them. I, I know my lane, It Sounds like a threat, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> I, know, I know my they're lane. They're going to
0: get what's coming to them. No, they're going to what's get what they I, fucking
2: I, deserve. You know, those, those, those bands are like good. They're, they're fucking great bands. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I'm in a fucking, essential, essentially, I'm in a metalcore band. With fiends, are you guys a medical? Don't sell I don't, yourself short. I, I, I don't know. Come on, but I, but I mean, like, like we're, we're all I we mean, all these other bands. Come like on, yours, bro. but your band included. I'm in a like, butt rock band, dude. Yeah, you guys are, but you're good. I love that shit, dude. So I mean, like,
0: <laughs> be nice to yourself. You're in a <laughs> corn rip-off band.
2: I'm in a corn ripoff band.
0: You're in a Queen of the Dam ripoff band. I fucking love Queen of the
2: Damn ripoff band, I dude. Have you, the Damn rip-off dude bands. have you heard our fucking cover of Clown? It's really good. Yes. It is. It's good. Anyway, I heard. So it. like all. Like, the valley has put out so many good bands i'm really happy for all of them and i i, I just think they can all like compete with like anybody at this point this aura especially they're yes. not they're not from here they don't count Uh-oh. what do you mean they're not from here
0: they're from houston now or they moved
2: anyway well they belong to the streets now
0: <laughs> no they belong here yeah. uh yeah there's definitely an underrated magazine and it's I definitely miss that, but also like in in this day and age where like magazines really publications like that don't really exist. Like I, I miss there magazines. there has to be like a new mm-hmm. a new medium, new version of that. So whether it's like a a YouTube based show, like so I I could easily see something like that where you guys are doing that. Whether you guys are willing would, to do that or not, but I, you
1: you and Rams should talk about that and to that get it done. We were really ahead of our time.
2: I agree. I agree. Like here no. in the valley, and even when it came to printing, like. It was kind of like Circus Magazine. Yeah, we would print. um, The best magazine of all time, right, there. So the newspaper
1: print that we would use, uh, you used to be forced to having this like half an inch border around it in white. Mm -hmm. And we kind of told the printer like, hey, if we give you guys guides, can we print full color all the way to the edge? Mm Mm-hmm. And they were just like no, <laughs> and we were like, can we try it? it and they're shot. like, they just said, okay, but if it's fucked up, it's your fault. <laughs> and that was another thing, like we kind of pushed the boundaries of what we were able to
2: do on the budget we had. I, I, I really appreciate what you guys did, man, because like I'm such a fucking nerd for new metal, <laughs> and like what y'all were doing was so yeah. it was so new metal to me because and, that's what was in. yeah that's time. what was in and so like i remember like going and getting circus magazines and then going to circus.com and then anybody who talks shit about slipknot i would just go like comment back to them like <laughs> fuck you
1: i got to interview uh chris from slipknot that's cool that was cool he's
2: not in the band anymore. no he's though. not fucking he's not fucking tortilla man is now <laughs> But anyway... He's I was, at home jerking off his he's nose. He's at home jerking <laughs> off his nose. He's like, man, I should have just shut the fuck up. i like, yeah, fuck you should me. probably I'm shut up. Fuck me, I'm all out of enemies. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. Me. fuck me, I'm all out of friends. Fuck me, I'm all out of friends. like, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, that's kind of like what you guys... Dude, didn't you guys do some bullshit at some point? <laughs> yeah. We did. Uh, did. you do some bullshit? We did we a lot, did of lot of bullshit. We did a lot of bullshit. Like once, like, like Saturday night, Rich from Deftones came out. Oh, yeah, yeah. You remember uh, that? that
1: was during... It wasn't Saturday Night Wrist. Was it maybe during Diamond Eyes?
0: I feel like it was. I think Probably it was during was. Diamond Eyes. Okay.
1: Uh, funny fact about that interview, though. Steven Carpenter was on Shrooms.
2: <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> right. Because I knew, I knew you had an interview. Uh, did you interview Stefan or did you interview Frank Delgado?
1: No, I interviewed Stefan, and this was backstage at... Concrete Street Amphitheater. In, in Corpus. Corpus. Yeah. Okay. And he was fucked up on shrooms, and he was laughing most of the interview.
2: Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's no,
1: cool. It, it wasn't cool. It was a nightmare for me oh, to try to sorry. figure out what we're going to use here.
2: The, who interviewed Frank, though? Ramsey interviewed Frank. So, he, what year was that? Do you remember? I think that was later on. Because that that's the that's the magazine article I remember interviewing. So, or that reading. was right before they were
1: coming to NSN. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. I think it was NSN or no it wasn't innocent it was when they played at the mission race park but
2: prior it the, to the, the, the first time yeah yeah so right before diamond ice came out yeah. and all the songs had been leaked that's yeah that's yeah. it i remember that now because <clears throat> yeah. larry and i were front row for that show that was a great show did you guys go see atreyu at mission race park nah that was a fun
1: show It was hollywood and dead though
0: yeah by, by that point like uh atreyu had already come out like becoming the bull and i was just like not interested. Yeah, shit, bullshit.
2: If a Treyu was like, "Hey, we're gonna get back together, original members, and play like only the first three albums," I'll <laughs> go. <laughs> After that, like, nah, fuck that. I hate becoming the bull. I don't want to hear that bullshit.
1: I always love when bands make that weird transition because if they lose their their original fans, dude. And then it makes me wonder,
2: like, how did they get there, dude? For I saw a Trey, <laughs> I, I saw a Treyu in two thousand six, and yeah. then again two thousand seven. And I saw that transition. I was like, man, this band sucks now. <laughs> Sorry, I love you, Trey, but you were cool once. Now, eh. Did you, get, did you go to the Ozfest when the Trey played? I saw. When he had the three bass drums? <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a. Was it, 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 Does that, he have three legs? That, yeah. must have been, that, that, that must have been 2006. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was, they, they played right before, uh, right after Bleeding Through.
2: Yeah, I was there. That was 2006. That was a great show. Blaine there was a fucking bomb, dude. Yeah. Me
1: and my brother met the band that night. Or that day.
2: Are we going to have enough time for all this shit?
1: No, because you keep
0: bringing up. A sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm like, we're going like, to cut some in shit out, of In
2: issue
1: 59, MagX, you talked it down.
0: Okay, okay. Sorry. No, no, no,
1: no. So, was a good time. But it's okay. Okay,
2: can I, can I go on to the next part? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. Let's
1: do it. <laughs> So, Larry's not hosting anymore. Look at me. I'm yeah, the host yeah. now. Yeah, sorry.
2: Okay, okay. <laughs> let, let, put this in there, the podcast, and you just edit it, everything, okay? You ready? <laughs>
1: everything before this. Three, three
2: two, all. one, go. Okay, anyway. So, when me and Larry were sophomores in high school, um, we went to Rio Fest in Harlingen. This is a good segue, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to ask him. She's like, looking <clears throat> at me like, no, you fucking idiot. Okay, anyway. I want to see where this goes. So um, I went to Rio Fest in Harlingen when I was a sophomore in high school, and I went with a, with a friend of mine. And like the last day, I took Larry with me also. But the first day, I saw some pretty good bands. Like the second day, though, I went with a friend of mine, and we saw Stillborn. Okay. And that's when you were in the band, and I, you guys, fucking like killed everybody who ever played that that fucking night. And so um, I was like blown away because I was like, "Wow, like I'm I'm from the valley, and this band like sounds like a band that plays nationwide. Like these guys are fucking great." So I was just blown away by how good you guys were, and every- for 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 context, like about what age would we have been? Probably like 15, maybe 16, like yeah. going on 16. I I don't think I had turned 16 yet. So, I mean, I was really young, but I, I saw Stillborn. And Frank mm-hmm. was in this band, Stillborn, at the time. And I was, like, blown away by how great this band was. And the songs were great. The stage presence was fucking phenomenal. But also, at the same time, it's like, I knew you were in Driving the Nails. And the reason why mm-hmm. I knew that was because Larry grew up in the music scene as a youngster. And so... Um, it was a breath of fresh air in the sense that I, I was like, Man, there's so many great valley bands. I could probably do this in my future if I ever wanted to, you know, pursue it too. You are. Yeah, and now here I am. So I mean, um you see how glamorous this lifestyle is. Yeah. Yeah. Look here we are we're making a podcast. <laughs> but I mean, like, it was cool. And it's all because of you. No, that's what that's where <laughs> that's where I'm getting at. It's like <laughs> you, you you were I don't, I, You know, welcome. indirectly or maybe directly, mm-hmm. I don't fucking know, but you were a big part of that because you were in two bands in the Valley that I looked up to a lot. And here we are now interviewing you. So it's pretty fucking cool that I get to tell this story because I don't think I've ever told this to you in person.
1: So uh, I know the guys from Stillborn from high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaac, the drummer, I've known since third grade. Uh, everyone else I knew in high school. Um, Matt... And I did not get along in high school. <laughs> he was the guy with the acoustic guitar singing Creed. And I was the dude hanging with the goth. Kids.
2: I created. I created. Yeah.
1: yeah. It was a lot like that. Um, but we had a mutual friend, which is his wife now, Saida. Um Later on uh he was pretty much the scenes sound guy like he was
2: at every show he's he's definitely been the sound guy for a lot of the shows we played and he's like four to five maybe in my opinion a lot (laughs) in my opinion
1: he's the best sound guy my favorite line from him is like dude if you suck you're still gonna suck you're just gonna be loud (laughs) you're just gonna suck louder but anyway you know long story short i was not driving the nails guitarist had just left stillborn and he was just like hey man you know I really want you to play for my band and I was like you know what that sounds fun I got extra time let's do it so I joined you know stillborn and for the longest time because the monitor used to used to run ads for both shows or for all the shows and for the longest time I'd be on the left and the right page I turned down chicks left and right
2: your chicks are your left and right
1: so I was lucky to be in, in two really good bands uh, back then it was a lot easier Because like, pretty much you just said Hey, we're going to have a show And people would show up um, But I was really lucky Stillborn was was a lot of fun We had a lot of uh, great, band. great memories Traveling across Texas uh, Getting stranded in
2: random cities Can it's, I tell you a funny story about Stillborn? Sure I don't know if you remember this But y'all played a show in San Mateo one time And headline. Was it at the V? At the Chandelier, or at the Chandelier? Yeah and so um
0: wait did
2: stillborn play one of our shows yeah they did dude they fucking we booked you guys yeah i guess yeah dude they fucking killed we dude, dude.
0: this is this is so man this is like so this is a story of just how like interconnected we all are we no. don't even realize this. dude like
2: okay yeah stillborn play one of the, like btd production okay shows, so by the I way i was like fuck yeah I'm not by the way, i don't even shit. know if this
0: is gonna actually make it on the actual show but i'm glad that we're having this conversation so basically the story is that when we're 17 uh one of the venues in in town they want to do a local teen night or whatever so they come kind of commission us like hey you guys played here before like you throw shows and
1: you bring me teens
0: yeah bring bring me all the teens (laughs) and he did that thing with his fingers so me and his brother actually like teamed up and we started booking the shows and this is my first experience of like this is like year one of burn this day so like Uh, we created btd productions burn the State productions and we're going to throw our own shows and we're going to feature our own band we're going to build up our name uh you know ourselves actually it's the same shit we do now Mm -hmm. nothing's (laughs) nothing's really changed but yeah so like um we book our own bands we do a few shows and actually like they were actually pretty good because like i said like at the time like there was no shows at the v you remember the v this was preceded that this was before that so like there wasn't like a scene so like we would get like kids that normally wouldn't go to shows to come to out to these things so like that was cool that was fun but until you mentioned that, I didn't even know we got stillborn. I was like, how the fuck did we get that? Like, I don't know, man. And that's because I'm the one who would book it. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. surely enough. like I had to have like yeah, messaged so, one of you guys. So
2: like, when, you, when I found out that you got stillborn and they agreed to it, I was like, oh, fuck. I'm definitely <laughs> that's sticking a, around, man. Fuck that's yeah. a legit show. That uh, was probably
1: our, dr- our drummer would agree to every show. Yeah. <laughs> I, no Isaac, wonder.
2: Yeah, Isaac. He, he's, he's watched Fiends a couple of times, I think.
1: Isaac's in your video in your fiends video i i I messaged
2: him he was like oh yeah the drummer i was like
1: what i didn't even know this
2: so like that one video you're talking about like i remember him because i I remember being on stage and of course like going back to the real fest shit
0: (laughs) yeah you've got a good memory it's like
2: you know i have a really good memory about music nothing else but like i remember like all the members of stillborn and so um i remember him watching my band like that's the fucking drummer of stillborn now he's watching my band like oh fuck (laughs) All oh, like,
0: the tables have turned. The tables have turned. Now you fucking watch my band.
2: No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think of that. But, I mean, it was, it was cool. Like, he was, like, grooving and, you know, getting, getting down with this that's shit. That's awesome. So, that was cool, man.
1: I will tell you, nobody loves music as much as Isaac. Really? Isaac, like... That's awesome. That's his life. Like, everything is about music. I could go months without hearing from Isaac, but randomly I'll get a text with a YouTube video, and he's like, bro, check this band out. And it's always some new those obscure are good, those are good friends to have. Fucking oh, yeah. ridiculously heavy band. Those yeah. are the best bands right? that,
2: those are the best friends to have, sorry. And he'll
1: be like, dude, I just took pre workout and I <laughs> fucking ripped a new workout to dude, this song.
2: I just did seven thousand six hundred and seventy three push ups check out this band yeah exactly because he's ripped
1: (laughs) everyone else in the band looks like shit i look like a dad even though i'm not a dad
2: no 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 don't say that dude they're not scrawny they're They're nice nice. (laughs) so i'm glad that we
0: were able to get your band that makes me feel like somewhat of a success
1: but you know it's still born like and even in driving the nails I never realized that we were a big band, I guess, or a, a no. decent-sized band for the Valley. Uh, because we would always play with, you know, we played with Mary, we played with uh, Solarium.
2: Yeah, I remember uh, that band I don't know name. if you remember them. Yeah, yeah. So um,
0: that,
1: um, I,
2: I think it's just, like, weird. It's like, you know, when me and Larry are not, like, not, like typical people. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, you know, he grew up in, like, the music scene when you, mm-hmm. you guys were coming up. And so, like, he, I indirectly grew up with you guys through him. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew you guys, and I knew you guys, like, you know, had shows and shit. So, in my head, you guys were like fucking rock stars. But it was weird
1: because back then, like, it wasn't uncommon for the house to be full every night
2: yeah so that's the other thing is like i remember like seeing pictures like i was like when myspace was myspace yeah like all the all your bands that y'all were in like you guys had like packed shows and we we actually see people in the pictures yeah. yeah you're
0: a person that's played many venues in the valley what's the venue or venues
1: that you miss the most uh there was a place called club mint in mckellen uh, it was right across Nolan, uh right across Hollywood USA on Nolana, the movie theater. Yeah, uh, we would play Mondays there. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, on Mondays they had one dollar beer. Oh fuck! So that you place can't was, be that. Dude. Yeah, yeah. That place was packed every night or every Monday, and uh, the stage was nothing great, but the vibe was always cool. Um, there was a place called Bar Rock, which uh, is right next to. What is it? It was like the Hanna Saloon, and then there was Club Fahrenheit, and then there was Bar Rock. I guess it's like a bingo hall now, right? Mm-hmm. It's on Nolana and uh, Jackson, I believe. Um, that was the Valley's first straight-up rock bar. Like, it was all about rock. It was made for rock. It was made for live music. Um, it was only open Friday, Saturday. And every Friday and Saturday, there was like a 1,000 people in there. Fuck, man. It was insane, bro. Should we go in a forty caliber kiss? Yeah. At some point. <laughs> yeah. We
0: should probably talk about it back. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> this sucks. <Okay. laughs> I know. There's so many so many I know. Things. forty
2: caliber kiss. We sucks. haven't
0: even touched like so many stuff. Like, dude, this guy's done like
2: you gotta come back. Dude, I wanna talk right? about like
0: all the conventions and like I wanna talk about like fucking
1: You'll all the, come back, right, Frank? Yeah. The, all okay. the
0: wrestlers you've fucking met.
1: If I guys, if I set you guys up in the in back of the convention, you guys will record podcasts for me. Wait, uh, like with who? With who? Like if I if I have like you know the fiends podcast at Comic Con, you guys would do it? Fuck yeah. Okay. All right,
0: dude. Yeah. Honestly, okay. So like uh, again, none of this is fucking going to be on the podcast, but
1: uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, most f- incoherent podcast of all time,
0: which sucks because like. I love all this, but like a few years ago when you guys were doing HorrorCon mm-hmm. and y'all were getting bands, like, like my, I was like, I so wanted, like, fuck, I wish Fiends could play like this HorrorCon, but like we were still kind of building our name at the time, mm-hmm. so nobody knew who the fuck we were. But also like, you know, it was one of those things where like, you know, it was a time that we couldn't really like play all the shows we wanted to because we were not like available because he was going to school and like it would have been hard to begin oh. with. So but it's I'll,
1: Nick's fault no
0: no no no, no it was, it was a, but i was like i was like horror con like fucking they're getting like metal bands or rock bands like fucking fiends would kill it like yeah that would make all the sense in the world so that was like always like my dream or whatever but yeah like f- first of all i've never been to a comic-con what ever. the fuck i've never been to comic-con which is very strange because like i'm a fucking mm-hmm. fucking uber nerd even yeah. I've been
2: to Alamo City, kind Conic- of. Yeah, he's Conic- been to. Conic. Yeah, yeah the, like, dude, I fucking.
1: Fuck Alamo City, come yeah. <laughs> okay. out! I, I, I have to legally say that.
2: I went. <laughs> I went one year, and then it was the same. Like when, like when the River City Rock Fest was, and like, in, in, like the, the the city. Yeah. So like after like that me and my dad went straight to the concert <laughs> yeah I, I mean i've never been like a super i'm not like a
0: super like fanboy where like oh like i get starstruck with celebrities i don't i don't think i really care yeah uh, mm-hmm. yeah but like just to go to one of those like i've i've i always wanted to so that's on my bucket list of things to do but yeah fuck yeah we would totally do something cool like that.
1: i'm gonna make it happen fuck yeah
0: just hit us up man Let's we're do it.
1: we're on we're on
0: yeah we're on board by by that point, we should uh, be big time podcast
1: people. You guys are a big po- we'll big time a- podcast. Stop! I'm telling you, my wife will listen to you. Yeah, your wife listens to My wife always tells me to change Joe Rogan, but you guys are on. Okay. She's like, oh, Ben. <laughs>
2: I'm
1: like, this is the number one podcast in the world. Yeah, in the valley. And <laughs> Edinburgh, sure. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Who?
0: She's like, What the fuck wants to listen Put to that? But the guy? number one podcast in Edinburgh. I'm trying to think of it one. a <laughs> we're we're the second. We're...
1: We drank too much in this podcast. Yeah, we're, we're all over the fucking No, point. no, no.
2: I, I, can, I can take but it But no, on. this is fun because I love, like, I love talking to this guy.
1: Okay, guide us. Let's go. I'm fucking... I'm a take us, prof- Spartacus. I'm a professional. Lead us to the promised land. Okay, cool. All
0: right, so we're definitely not going to have enough time to talk about all of the bands you've been in, all the like t- dozens of bands that you've been in. You say you've only been in... Four, but I know you've been in way more. I've never been Um, in four bands.
2: You've been in a lot of bands. (laughs) You've been what?
0: You've been around for a long time. I've been around,
2: but I've been I mean,
0: as you've heard, like you were playing when we were fucking like five years old. (laughs) You you fucking <laughs> you were fucking killing it in the. Scene I'm
1: 108 we years <laughs> old now. <laughs> you yeah. got you got
0: you got are, bit by David. Are you,
1: are, are <laughs> you immortal? He,
0: he sired you. So now I was you, in the
1: I was in the vampire band. So now yeah. I am.
0: So you're you're a goth rock legend. Yes. In the valley. Uh,
1: I'm fat and young forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i definitely want to talk about your current band 40 caliber kiss but before we get to that let's go ahead and listen to a track from uh fck fuck isn't yes. that the best like
1: it's called fuck man that's
0: yeah cool. who who came up with that that's very clever
1: 40 caliber kiss yeah that was ramsey
2: yeah that definitely yeah, would be a yeah, ramsey yeah. that's a good like idea David you knew it came Draymond. from ramsey wanna, wanna be motherfucker. Yeah.
1: he's a genius bro <laughs> He was in Methumer Motorcade. Dude, don't yeah. say that. He'll never come on the podcast. No, nah, he will, bro. Trust me, he will. I, I like that. No, guy. David Draymond he, for
2: 2001. I like that. 2000. Oh, dude, David Draymond from 2001. He was the oh, man. Fuck yeah, hey, sign me up, dude.
1: Ramsey has a picture with David Draymond, and David Draymond has a herpy on his mouth.
2: <laughs> really? What year was this? I don't know. It was from Mossfest.
1: Prove so it. It must can we
2: have, can we post that? It must have been 2000. I'll ask. Get it. 2001, 2003. Oh, you
1: know what? It was Donigan. It was the
2: guitarist. It was Donigan. Uh, same years.
1: So okay. let's go
0: ahead and listen to some 40 caliber kiss. The song is called "March to War." We'll be right back with more of the Fiends podcast. All right, so we are back on the Fiends podcast. We fucking gone through so many beers at this point. <laughs> like fuck.
1: Thank you, Five by Five.
0: Yeah, thank you. We're not sponsored, but um, thank you anyway. We we paid. <laughs> did we pay for these?
1: Fuck no. Thank you, George.
0: Okay, thank you, George. I don't know who you are, but thank <clears throat> you. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, so I definitely want. Let's let's talk about Forty caliber kiss. And I know let's... we're kind of pressed for time, but um, so one of the things that i wanted to ask you is that you guys released an ep and uh, the most opportune time right like during the pandemic what was that like to like know that you guys like put everything into recording this and then you can't even fucking play shows
1: it was the fucking worst (laughs) um we had a bunch of big plans to record music videos for every song for fucking to tour on on this album we were actually going to try to put a um like a Southwest tour together to where we're going to go out on the road and um, really support this. And we were talking to October Roar about putting some dates together and running together. Um, And then, you know, COVID fucked us in the ass. Mm -hmm. Well, it fucked the world in the ass. For real. But uh, it didn't matter to us, really, because we were sitting on these songs. You know, a lot of people don't get that. By the time you record these songs, you've played these songs a million times. Mm Mm-hmm uh so to us it was like all right you know we're done with the record we sat on it for about six months and we were just like you know what let's just put it out fuck it what do we gotta lose i mean the worst that could happen is nobody listens to it which is what's gonna happen regardless (laughs) so (laughs) we'll do that
0: and at that point like i mean you don't even know what the timetable is for for (laughs) you know when things are gonna get back to normal i mean like here we are like over a year later and things are barely getting kind of back to normal so i mean like at the time yeah, the best thing you could have do is just fucking put out because like, you know, what were you gonna do? Sit on it for a year, a year and a half.
1: <laughs> you said put out and put it sit out, yeah. on <laughs> it. That was great.
0: I would mentioned yeah. we've
1: gone through a lot of beers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, that would've happened if I was sober or not. Um <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know, no, it's the same thing. I mean, with us, our band is pretty creative. Uh we usually like every practice somebody will come up with something and and it'll turn into a song whether it becomes the song that we put out or not is a different story but everybody in my band is pretty creative mm-hmm. and uh, we're pretty much on our way to our next ep already we already have about five or six songs ready to go one of them is a pop song which is pretty fun and like an we, actual pop song or like a cover it sounds poppy it, it's an actual pop song. It's not. It's not a cover. Dude, I'm all. For, we're all for
0: that. Like bands branching out and just trying new things. Because why? Why the fuck not? <clears throat> so, yeah, that's be,
1: cool. Before I used to be kind of like, Nah, man, we sound like Creed. We should keep playing like Creed. Yeah. When I was in Stillborn. No, dude. And now no. I want to be in Creed of the Filth. Are you ready? No, you guys want to know something funny about Cradle of Filth? Huh. When I was in high school, there was this guy with a lisp, and he loved Cradle of Filth, and he, but he couldn't say filth. <laughs> Cradle of <laughs> Filth. <laughs> he would say flith. <laughs> Cradle of Flyth. It was great.
0: <laughs> Dude. Uh, fuck, I already know this is going long, but, like, uh, on the real, like... When that Cradle Filt album came out, like fucking at the time we were fucking young and so like Cradlefield was like the p- scariest band in the world. Yeah. Like fucking Babylon ID Babylon AD was like fucking scary. Like the music video for that was just like, uh what 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 movie is that fucking based on? Sallow. That's right. And so like you I don't I don't
1: sh- know what that is? Wow.
0: Yeah, fucking look it up. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> um, yeah, so like fucking yeah i was just like dude like it made me uncomfortable i was just like fuck there's no more evil band than this and then like years like not even years later but fucking maybe like a year or two later when fucking danny phil's coming on and like a bam, and then you're just like oh man he's not cool they've been exposed like they're not evil yeah they're just regular dudes now even now like i i think i saw like danny phil's like instagram profile and he's like taking pics of like his wife or whatever i'm just like this well, sucks
2: didn't he come on uh me the horizon video
0: he did yeah and fucking well, he, he was like a feature on there right like yeah. yeah but even then and like at this point i'm like oh, you're not evil you're just a
1: regular, <laughs> you're a regular guy
0: <laughs> anyway back to 40 caliber kiss so you you guys uh put out um put out again I, I said it again yeah he said it again so you guys um did a cover of blinding lights uh what was that like where, where did
1: that even like come from uh i'm a big fan of the weekend and the rest of my band is a big fan of the 80s so it kind of worked out yeah um we always
0: very smart to do that i mean
1: every band is like hey we should cover this song like literally if you go into a group chat of every band there's like probably like 50 covers where they're like hey we should cover this song hey we should cover this song
2: that's probably true for like fiends too, <laughs> but it's, it's usually just like, new metal covers
1: and it never happens right but um we had some studio time with Josh and we were like, what do we do? And I was like, Hey, what about that weekend song? And they're like, yeah, it's three chords. We can do it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so we did it. And Josh was really frustrated because we were like, how do we do, this? how do we
2: do it? Right. But it, but it came we're out. Doing good. I mean, but like, yeah, yeah,
1: he did a great job on it. And then, uh, we send it out to Sam who is our normal, uh, producer. He, he produces all the rest of our stuff. Uh, we send it out to Sam and he was like, wow, you guys are crazy. And then, uh, Uh, We put out this video that was going to be, like, a teaser for the song. And I told Sam, like, send me a reaction to the song. And he's, like, really straight-faced. And he's, like, this song fucking sucks. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) He was joking. (laughs) But Sam's, like, one of those guys that uh, graduated full sail and knows what he's doing. And he's, like, wow, these fuck-ups just hire me to fucking do their music. Blah, blah, blah. So, but, yeah. No, it actually turned out good. And um, it was actually either between that or... Uh, our cover of Party All the Time from Eddie Murphy. We still want to do that, but we want to find a videographer who can create the video shot for yeah. shot.
2: Dude can, I be, dude, can I be Rick James? <laughs> dude, fuck dude, me. Yeah, he you so so can Why be Why like, not? So I can just be like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah dude and he's like vibing behind the mixer yeah. desk he's like hey I'll be like hey Ramsey put your headphones on yeah.
0: <laughs> and that and that's actually very smart uh, to do a song like that because it's it's a fun song gets yeah. people more uh, more chances for crossover more people to like you know check out your band and I feel like you guys have always been like a very like party
2: rock you know
1: inspired like band
2: <laughs> exactly. No, but like, I feel like your band could totally open for like fucking Bug Cherry, Papa Roach, like Papa Roach, those kind of bands. You we know? just
1: want to have fun, man. Like, there's a lot of bands out there that are, that do a lot of uh, serious things and they take themselves very seriously. Like our, us? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like fiends. No, no, we do. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, our band likes to. I mean, dude, we we really just like to get fucked up and play music. Like, literally, our practice, it's like... My
2: my band (laughs) likes to party all the time, party all the time, party all the time.
1: See, I've been practicing those harmonies. You hear that, Ramsey? Anyway. Dude, we practice on a Tuesday night and we get drunk, and then I'm like regretting it, regretting it at work in the morning. I'm like two fucking iced dude, coffees deep, and why I'm like, We party uh, all the time. Yeah.
2: Dude. I don't want to party <laughs> yeah. all the time. Party.
1: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Between Monday and Friday, I don't want to party, dude.
0: Fuck. <laughs> um,. No, definitely. Um, you guys are a band that I definitely want to play more shows with. I feel like... it. Sweet. It, if we, it, if, yeah, if, if it works out and we can do it, we should do it. We'll make it work out. Like, I, I, that I think... That was real rapey. We'll, <laughs> with full consent. We'll make it work with, with your band's consent and our band's consent.
1: Sweet. Let's do it. That if, sounds better.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, I want it to be mutual consent on both parties uh but first sh-
1: larry's afraid to get canceled <laughs> how do i get fuck i should have warned you that yeah
0: no frank's fucking i'm
1: not very pc i'm from the old school it's okay uh
0: yeah <laughs> we definitely need to play more shows with you guys i think yes, there's definitely uh opportunities for for a lot of crossover and i think and, so. and um the fan bases and and just like we we want to play with like fun bands we want to be able to play like just these fun environments or just
2: like bands Uh, like yours to to some degree like the theatrical component of playing bands like yours like excites us cool so we want to do that you know i
1: mean even though we're a fun band we still kind of take our craft seriously yeah no no definitely our presentation's Uh, professional uh, uh, no no, exactly you know
2: like you you and everybody else in your band have played like big shows yeah so i mean it's like you know us and our band like bands you know your band like even though our genres are like not the same we want to play similar shows because I, I feel like our crowds would like mesh well and they would like appreciate what we do yeah for sure yeah so um for anybody
0: listening is there anything that you want to tell them about uh 40 caliber kiss any like plans for the future anything like any you want to plug your social medias? anything
1: uh you can find us at Forty Caliber Kiss everywhere Fuck. except for Twitter, because some asshole took Forty Caliber Kiss. So we're Twitter.com. Really? You don't yeah. even
0: have the forty caliber
1: who would who would do that? I don't know, some bastard. Fucking rock and roll team. Bas- <laughs> I didn't say that. Like but it is hashtag probably Hashtag PVT. <laughs> so on Twitter we are oh uh, what are we? Oh forty cal music. But everywhere else we're forty caliber. That sucks. Yeah, it does suck. (laughs) I couldn't even get fuck music. I was like, I was like, if I could get, that's definitely
0: taken. I was like, if I could
1: get FCK music. No, and then it was like Larry, and it goes to fiends, and I was like, fuck
2: these guys. You can. (laughs) So real quick, these guys are good ass fucking songs. You
0: can follow me at at fuck music (laughs) for all things fiends related without the u. Yeah, and it's all
1: fiends music slowed and reverbed
0: <laughs> Fuck, don't, don't even get me started
1: dude send it to me let me remix that's, that shit that's
0: that's <laughs> my life right now um, yeah so that's fucking awesome uh, we love your band we definitely want to play more shows with you there's a lot definitely. of fucking great things to, to come from you guys and you guys are like you said you guys are very professional you guys present yourselves in a very professional way you got the 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 music is there to back it up like you guys easily can open up for all these um, fucking sign bands and so uh it'll be very interesting to see what you guys do in 2021 and then going into 2022 so uh it's dude it's been a pleasure i'm glad that we could have you on here we definitely need to do a second episode because we didn't even get to uh really the we didn't the tip of the iceberg of what we can just the all tip. the stuff that yeah just the tip of like we, what we wanted to we talk all about all over the fucking place, all over place. place um we will definitely have you back we will definitely have sweet more of these beers and <laughs> <laughs> we'll do a drunken version it's already a drunken version yeah. of this podcast but it's been fun man so for nick frank and myself this has been the fiends podcast we'll see you next week adios